Welcome to me again. Week 38, a fresh start. And it's a week where I repair a Nintendo Switch, I guest on a lot of podcasts, and I'm forced to talk about the worst play of all time. And you'll hear about it all on this episode of Me Again, a self-help podcast about helping myself. Hey everybody, it's me again, and I had an objectively good day. I will, I will say that. Um, it ju- it's weird because, like, how I feel right now isn't. <laughs> how I feel right now wouldn't say it's a good day. So I am very happy I have at least, like, the presence of self to be like, I may not want to say it, but it was a good day. Um, I got to make a spreadsheet, which you guys always know makes me happy. I got to see my finished pour painting, so like after everything had dried, I got to see what it looked like, and it looked very, very cool. I can't wait for it to dry enough to, because like right now it's dry to the touch, but like there's still some weird goopiness that I've got to be a little bit careful around, Uh, so I can't wait to actually put the final top coat on it and see how that turns out, so uh, I'm very excited about that. I did a really fun interview, and I got to edit a lot of stuff. I got a lot of work done is basically what I'm saying, which I I feel like I am about to slip into a work hole because of just just because of like how I am and how the fact that I know working makes me feel better. And we'll get into that when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for today? I am grateful for I I, I'm I feel so bad because I did this interview with her like a few hours ago, but I believe it's Kate from the Ignorance Was Bliss podcast because, A, it was a really fun time talking on her podcast, uh, not just for, um, just because I like talking about myself, but also because it was fun because it wasn't a normal thing that I think I would record because as we've talked in the past, I'm a very goofy boy. I don't usually go on shows and talk politics or anything like that, but me and her actually did get into everything that's been going on in the last week and what we as white creators can do to help support uh, the Black Lives Matter movement, what we can do to support black voices in our community, and having someone who I could talk back and forth with and basically both of us kind of be able to say, yeah, I didn't know what to do. I still somewhat don't know what to do. Um, And basically ask for help and kind of see like, how did you approach it and go back and forth? It it meant a lot. But even more was after we had got done talking, uh, she knew that I was doing this world record thing and she was like I'm gonna send out a tweet to like 20 people and ask them to help you and I was like what she goes yeah well I like the people from Oz 9 the people who do this show the people who do this show and after I'd got done I ended up having like five new shows so I'm eternally grateful to her for spurning this on for keeping things going I'm very grateful Oh my God, like to a point where it was like a solid 30 minutes after we got done recording, she was like, um, can you talk about this? And I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll I'll connect you to with them. And God, it was so good because like I, like I said, the recording session was great because we, we got to talk about the BLM movement and how important it was and the big realizations we had had over the past week of how important it is to elevate those voices and to use our platforms to elevate those voices. It was really, it was a good, 
important conversation. It, it was not a normal Scotty Moore interview, and I appreciate that a lot. Um, and it just made me more excited for this weird little adventure I'm doing and all the great different podcasts I'm doing of. Uh, speaking of, that's what I did to help myself today was um, I, I kind of realized I don't think I can just look at Guinness at the end of the year and be like, look, I did all of these. I feel like I'm going to need more info. And so what I ended up doing was making a spreadsheet. That's right. Your boy's back on it once again, back on his BS, because I, I initially had a spreadsheet and all it was was numbers. It would say a load of BS. Uh, I think 19 episodes recorded, estimated 49 recorded for the entire year by the time we get over. And so um, I initially had, had that and I realized they're probably going to want links so I went through and I made a specific page for like a load of BS and then all the appropriate links to all of our episodes, all of the estimated episodes and when they would be released. I made one for Deviant. I made one for all of the different shows, which led to a lot of links and a lot of titles having to be looked up. But I got it done and I'm so proud of it. It's so nerdy because it's got each episode list, all the episode titles, all the URLs that you would need to go to to access them. Then in the top corner, it's got something that will read all of the cells that have data in them. In other words, all of the cells that have an episode title or a URL, meaning that an episode is released, and would count that to actual, and then it would read all of the blank ones. Like, for instance, on Deviant, I know we're going to have another 10-episode season coming out soon, so I put in those dates, so it would read actual episode 8, uh, estimated episodes 18, and then a f I've got a final page because I couldn't stop going, and on the final page it reads my current total all podcasts, which I think was 107, my estimated by the end of the year, and then like um, I, I took it and then said like 500, which is my goal, minus the estimate. That's how many additional things I have to do, and I think it's like, like 193. So that's a little crazy, but I'm still super excited. I can't wait to see how many different shows I can go on, how many different things I can do, because, like, tonight just made me realize this is going to be a whole lot of fun. And I get to do more shows this week. I'm doing one with my friend Megan, and they do uh, the Oh No Lit class pod, so I'm going to be on there and talking about the Glass Menagerie, which is going to be the worst. <laughs> I hate that place so much, but they're like, yeah, if you hate it, come on and talk about it. I'm like, I'm going to stab all of you. So uh, I get to do that. That's going to be fun. I'm just really excited for a lot of the stuff coming up. Now, what did I do that wasn't awesome? And it's kind of something I've been guilty of all last week up to today. Because uh, like I said, right now, as I'm recording, I don't feel well. I feel like the best way I could describe it is like, you guys are getting the top layer of Scotty. If you peel back a layer, I think he'd still be kind of maintaining. And that if you pulled back one more layer of Scotty, he would be just screaming maniacally and angry and sad. And it's just kind of like, I've kind of had that for the past week. It's just kind of this undercurrent of anger and depression due to a lot of things. Which, hey, listen to last week's episode if you want to know about that. And I realized... Um, and it might have also been through a Instagram post my friend Ben put up, but uh, what he said was during these tough times, it's important to remember to hydrate, 
to eat healthy and to keep moving because you those your body will it it will exacerbate the symptoms you're already feeling and that's when i realized like oh no i haven't been eating i think i've eaten like one meal a day if that like today all i have had is a sandwich and coffee from Duncan. That's all. And then like three blueberry donuts. Because, oh, I love their blueberry donuts. Uh, so that's all I've had all day. And then not drinking any water. Probably all I've drank today is coffee. Healthy, right? And I, I haven't been moving that much. And it made me realize, like, I have not been taking care of myself. I have very much pulled back the pedal on that. And so it's reminded me, like, hey, it, it, like... In th- those are important to do all the time. It's always important to hydrate. It's always important to keep eating and keep eating healthily and keep moving. But like right now, I feel like my body needs even more. It needs meditation. It needs breathing exercises. It needs these moments of calm. It needs these moments of movement, uh, especially like working out right now would be amazing. Uh, just getting to lift weights or do something like that to get out that that undercurrent of aggression would be amazing and I just don't do it and so that's kind of been I'm praying that it'll get better that I'll remember like hey grab yourself a glass of water hey do this like when I get in to the house I'm probably gonna make myself a big old glass of water um, just to make myself feel a little bit better so right now everybody everybody take care of yourself because we are in a battle (laughs) not for nothing there is a crazy battle going on in the world right now and we need you at your best and I need me at my best and that's why I need to do better and I'll openly admit I have not been doing my best in the past week Um, now finally how did I help myself and it actually is by getting moving um, because Like I told you guys last week, me and Emily had a a rough discussion to end the day, and we didn't really settle the argument. And then when we woke up, I feel like both of us were like, I don't want to go back to that. I don't want to keep talking, so why don't we rest? And so both of us kind of were a little agitated, and Emily wanted to do the yard today. So I asked her, hey, is there anything you can do? She's like, no, because you don't feel well, so I'm not going to ask you. And I don't think she realizes, like, moving helps me. Um, so I don't think she gets that, uh, cause there are days like where I'm like, Hey, give me a few, <laughs> uh, especially days where I've had to stay up all night with either Ripley or anxiety or something like that. And so there were days where I have like that. So I think she thinks that's every day for me. So I asked her, what can I do to help? She goes, well, can you come help me trim the hedges and, uh, weed eat a tree? There's a huge tree in the backyard and the, the limbs are so far down that you can literally not cut grass around it anymore. So I got to go do all that for the first time. I'd never played with a, with a hedge trimmer before. Those are a hell of fun. Like the tree. Okay. We, we tried to use a hedge trimmer on a tree that it worked, but like, then there were some big branches and I'm like that, it ain't going to work on this baby. So, uh, we, we did as much of that as we could, but then I realized, I think I have a secret passion for trimming hedges because it's so easy and it's so fun to sculpt. It's literally sculpting. So I got to go out there and see these bushes that have had like terrible overhang on our front like front porch area for so long and I was like be gone and I made them into like not perfect by any means but still like these kind of cute 
uh, almost spherical looking things and it was so nice and it made me feel so good to get out there and get some work in and do some movement and yeah I like moving I just don't do enough of it so hopefully I'm gonna get some I, I know I'm gonna get in movement tomorrow because tomorrow's my day to clean the clean the living room and it has been effectively trashed it has a lot of Applebee's and Dunkin and all kinds of takeout bags but Luckily, we're also getting groceries, so that's going to exasperate that. That's going to go away, too. So, uh, for now, I'm going to go inside and get ready for a kick-ass day tomorrow. I'm going to drink water. I'm going to read books. I'm going to do self-help stuff. And I, I can't wait to treat myself like I deserve to be treated. And after I do that, I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again, and it was um, it was an alright day. I was kind of on edge all day because that, the baby was awake until 5 in the morning. I don't know what superpower this baby has that suddenly made her be able to stay awake for that long, but she was up till 5 in the morning and then woke me up at 10.30, so I didn't get... On my level, much sleep. I know there are people out there who only operate off four hours of sleep, but for me, I like a good solid nine at uh, at most usually. So, uh, yeah, I was kind of on edge because of that, and then some other stuff happened that we will talk about when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for today? And today, I, I am grateful for my baby because she was very cute today. I'm also grateful for my mom because uh, she knew I had no sleep, so she made the very nice offer to come over and try to take a nap, and uh, I didn't get over there early enough to actually get any good nap time in, and I tried to take a nap later, but I I just couldn't because of something we will talk about in a few minutes. Uh, So yeah, I I didn't get a nap in, but she was very helpful for me all day. She made me tacos, so of course I I love my mom for making me tacos, and then also at the end of the day, uh, what I did that was awesome was design a new logo for the BS Network. Um, At first, I was going to try an entire rebrand, but I talked to Blake, and he was like, let's just try a new logo, because um, for those of you who are fans of the BS Network and know our our logo, I like our logo. Uh, One little problem, though, is the fact that it does feature the SS lightning bolts. And I was sitting there like, well, maybe it's like the swastika. Maybe it was once like a good symbol and then the Nazis took it. No, it was just always bad. It was all. And then I was like, well, Kiss use it in their logo and none of them are Nazis. And then like, I went down a rabbit hole on Kiss and I'm like, well, half of them are good, but then mm, there's some problematic members of Kiss. Um, so that's when I realized, okay, we definitely need to change this because uh, I'm getting my uh, myself out there a lot more. And when I mean, I've got our logo on the wall behind me, so I kind of need to like, I, I need to change it. And so um, I, I sat down and I actually ended up designing this really cool logo. It's actually inspired by one of my favorite YouTube channel, Evan Evan and Caitlin's. Uh, one of their main logo, and it's um, it's a really fun design I ended up coming up with. It's a bunch of squares um, it, that form a heart, but if you look at it, it actually spells a B and an S, and then they overlap, and where it overlaps, it does, it's, uh, the B is blue, the uh, S is red, and where they overlap, it turns purple. It's very cool. 
And then at the top of the heart, the letters BS are kind of spooling out in this really cool way. And uh, that's what I did today that was awesome. And it's also part of why I'm grateful for my mom because she is also a graphic designer. So she came in there and she was pitching ideas back and forth with me. She was on sleep medication, so it was kind of hard for her to do to make words happen, <laughs> so that, that was always very fun, but uh, yeah, it, it was a night where I've kind of, and I guess for the majority of quarantine, I've realized I've been kind of flourishing on and thriving on distractions, and not that making a new logo wasn't important, it was very important, especially because, like, I, I, someone blatantly, uh, I posted the two logos and asked which one was better, someone replied, like, the one on the left, which was the old logo, uh, is definitely giving me some weird right-wing neo-Nazi vibes, and so that's when I said, okay, we're definitely changing it, um, so, yeah, but I have been kind of living with a bunch of distractions. I mean, I, I bought a sous vide machine, a 3D printer, a VR helmet. Like, I've been in a world of trying to ignore things, and I, I kind of had to do that today, but I, I feel like I shouldn't have, and that's what I did that was not awesome, is the fact that I could have been a better ally, and I could have put up a fight, but I didn't. Um, because today in Oxford, it actually didn't happen in Oxford, it happened on the outskirts of it, but uh, police were chasing down a possibly stolen vehicle, and um, the, they finally they pulled off to the side, and the officer in pursuit, and apparently the guy was holding something, they thought it was a gun, there was no confirmation, in fact they even did like a press conference, and even then they were like, they thought it was a gun, and I'm sitting here like, shouldn't you know what he was holding? Like, they would have been able to see it when they walked, so, but whatever, that's my weird little conspiracy theory, but uh, apparently he was aiming, and then they ended up shooting him, and a member of my family, who I will not dox right now, uh, was like, oh, it's another one of, they're trying to set up blacks versus whites, blacks versus whites, and um, yeah, it sat with me the wrong way, so I was kind of shaking my head, he goes, you can shake your head all you want, but that's what it is. And I'm like, no, at this point, it's not. It's very much a human rights versus the police thing. And uh, then they blatantly flat out said, look, there are certain things we will never agree on, so drop it. And I did, which for my anxiety was good because I de-escalated. But it wasn't because, like, I, I stood there and just kind of had, like, not fury, but just, just depression and sadness and thinking of a million things to say, uh, a, mil a million things to bring up that I've seen in the past week of the police shoving over a 75-year-old white man and causing him to bleed out of his skull, of people macing three-year-old children like my child, and uh, it, it was enough for me to be like, I wanted to say so much, but I couldn't. And it was burning. Like, it literally burned me. And I that was the point I went up to the office and was like, okay, I'm just going to chill for a few and try to relax. And couldn't relax. And that's when I said, okay, I'm going to try to take a nap. Nap did not happen. I was just fuming and fiery. And that was finally when I said, okay, let's do something to get our mind off of it. And luckily, because I even tried to edit and I couldn't edit. I could not focus so that's when I said, I've got to do something. So I ended up uh, just starting the work on the new logo and brainstorming stuff. Um, because 
once again, like the minute I realized the SS logo was in our logo, I should have changed it or done something. But I was like, ah, no, because it looks cool. Yeah, dog, that don't matter. Like, so yeah, that that's kind of what spurned that on as well. Um, now, how did I help myself today? And uh, weren't many ways. <laughs> I mean, I guess the distractions, like I said, that were that helped, but also were kind of detrimental. Uh, another thing I did was last night I went in the house and I read, and I actually got a lot out of it. I cannot wait for the Me Also episode on, on patreon.com slash loadedbs where we talk about radical acceptance. It is one of my favorite books, and it really helps me out, especially during times like this, um, because I think one of the quotes from the book, and I'm, I guess I'm giving away part of that for free, uh, that Patreon special for free, but one of the quotes is, um, you cannot begin to grow until you accept yourself where you are, and that's me paraphrasing, but yeah, that, that helped a lot. And uh, as far as today goes, I think the way I helped myself was by being creative. Uh, like I said, making that new logo. When I got to the office, mom had Ripley and I was eating tacos and I just decided, you know what, let's make a painting. And so I made a painting, I put the old BS logo on it and then put some beautiful reds and blues. And it's so, poor painting is ridiculous because it will never end up the way you think it will. Because with that, I was like, okay, I'm going to do the logo in white and bronze, because I've got this gorgeous, shiny bronze. And then on the outside, I will do reds and blues, and then those will blend together and it'll look beautiful. Y'all, the painting is almost exclusively bronze. I don't know how it happened, but it's like all bronze, and there's like curious, weird things happening on the edges. It's so fun. It is like, I mean, it's like improv. It fully is. It's watching something mess up in front of your eyes and going either, okay, I'm going to stick with this or I'm going to fix it. It's, I'm just, I really like it a lot. I like poor painting. I like being creative. I like trying to fix problems uh, with my fun little creative mind. Um, Sorry, like I said, that not being able to fight earlier really messed with me, especially when it's like a member of your family that's older than you. Because like at that point, that's the person who like raised you in a way and was the person who told you like, Hey, don't put your finger in a light socket and stuff like that. And so it feels wrong to fight against it in a way, but that's no excuse. You still need to fight. You still need to bring it up. You still need to talk about how horrible everything is happening and try to change their minds even if they're blatantly saying you can't. Um, so, yeah, it was it was a rough day in that respect and it's still kind of messing with me. But for now, I'm going to go inside. I'm going to eat because, once again, other than those tacos, I did not eat all day. I think I had coffee. I had coffee, tacos. That's it. God, I gotta take care of myself. I gotta get... uh, Sorry, sorry. I'm gonna go drink some water, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody, it's me again, and I have to begin by apologizing, because it's Wednesday. I didn't record yesterday, um... (sighs) And it sucks because most of the time it's like, oh, well, I got a little drunk or, oh, I was very sick or something. No, it was straight up. I just didn't want to. And it was because I've stated in the past, this kind of feels like the cap at the end of the day. When I drove home yesterday, it was not the end of the day because I did something to help myself that I haven't done in a while. And it's just hang out outside and smoke a cigar 
and relax. And I did. It was very nice. I really liked it. Like, if I had to go yesterday, a uh, quick rundown of, uh, of yesterday, Four Pillars of Awesomeness. What was I grateful for? I was grateful for cigars. What I did that was awesome. I made some very kick-ass chicken. And I made some today, too. So that's two, two uh, really good chicken meals. Um, what I did that was not awesome was I didn't really eat. All I had was chicken. And then what I did to help myself was, like I just said, chilling out, having a cigar, going in, relaxing, eating, uh, eating some of my favorite foods. It was just a really good end to the day. The day itself was rather boring, but that was that was a good moment. And then I also continued my epic quest to appear on as many podcasts as I can. I did, um, damn, what was yesterday? Yesterday I was on Film Guff, and I talked about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles too. And we recorded a really good episode of BS. I'd recommend you guys check it out. We rewrote... Citizen Kane, a film we've never seen, but we definitely pretended to know what it was about as we improved the entire movie. And improved. Improved and improved. Uh, but now let's get on to today, because today kicked ass. Today was absolutely awesome. Um, I really don't have that many complaints about it. Like, I got to wake up, hang out with the baby, hang out with Emily, then come home, uh, edit some great stuff, record some amazing content, and now I'm going to talk about it in the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for? And it's a little weird to say you're grateful for this, but I am grateful for the fact that Emily has been a little sick the past two days because it means I got to hang out with her. Like, me and her got to hang out today. It was weird because I didn't know she was at home at first, and so I was looking for the Nintendo Switch, which is something we will come back to in a few minutes, but I was looking for the Switch, so I went into CJ's room, and I just saw a lump in his bed. I'm like, that's a weird shape of pillows. No, I was a human, <laughs> so I got to wake up, and then me and her hung out. Uh, we cooked together. We made some awesome chicken, some corn on the cob. Secondary thing I'm grateful for, corn on the cob absolutely kicks ass. I love it so much. And yeah, I just, I love being at home when she's there. Like, she she wants to get, like, wants to write a novel and get to a point where she could work from home as well and, like, I want that more than anything. I love having her during the day for multiple reasons. One, it allowed me to shower. That was, that was, it was a great shower. Loved that shower. Uh, got to do that, got to cook, and it just kind of eased a lot of the tension of being the only one there. So it, it was very good. I enjoyed, uh, I enjoy when Emily gets to be there during the day with me. Now, what did I do that was awesome? And it's do great improv comedy because, I was always worried, like, am I good at improv or am I just good at improv, improv with Blake? You know what I mean? Because, like, I've had multiple people people in my life where, like, me and them are very good at doing improv, but, like, when left alone, am I really good at it? And I realized I am today because, for one, uh, the boys over at the Radish Podcast asked me to submit a fake commercial for them because they were like, we want to help you, but we don't have time to have you as a guest, so would you want to just submit something? So I said, yeah. So I improved like a 60 minute, 60 second commercial all about power eggs, which is like weird genetically modified eggs. So I made that. So check out Radish to hear that. And then also I was on the podcast in poor taste. 
which is a podcast I was nervous about guesting on. Because every other podcast, it's very simple. Like, you go on and you talk. But theirs is an improv comedy show. Like, they're trapped under, trapped in a mall, apparently. I only listened to a few episodes, but luckily they did enough to catch me up. But, like, they're trapped in a mall. And so I came on and they go, well, what do you want to do? I said, I want to be a mall cop. But it's the ghost of a mall cop, and he's coming, and he'll help you guys out. And he, they go, all right. And, y'all, I went hard for the next hour just creating this weird mall cop character who was obsessed with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and 90s characters and, like, how to save children from uh, runaway carousels. It was a very, very fun time. And I yes-anded. There were multiple moments where I thought, like, this is why I love improv. At least as as a way of helping... Sorry, it's raining very hard, if you couldn't tell. But at least as a way of helping you in conversations, improv is great for that. Because for me, for a long time, I was really bad about not listening. I would just be in my head planning the next thing to say. But in improv, you can't do that. So there were multiple moments during it where I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to make this joke, then this joke. And then the narrative went in a way where I couldn't, and I just had to run with it. So I'm I'm really happy that it turned out well. I'm really happy that it was a really good time. They seemed to enjoy it, so that was great. What did I do that was not awesome? Now let's go back to that Nintendo Switch situation. Because I went in there, and Emily was like, why are you snooping around CJ's room? I said, I'm looking for the Switch. Oh, my mom took that. And... The Animal Crossing, the man who's played Animal Crossing every single day for like the last 80 days was furious. I was very mad. I was like, why did she take it? And she goes, well, she's trying to repair it because it has controller drift. So essentially, if you leave the Switch alone, it will start moving your character to the left. And it's really bad. And I've done everything I can to fix it, but still her mom took the Switch. And so I was very mad. I was like, no. And also it's Wednesday, which is like prime day for selling turnips. And I was like, no, I was supposed to make a millions today. So I was very upset. And uh, so I was fuming. Like, I even texted my mom about it. Like, why would she take that? And so I was mad. And then I did what I did to help myself today, which was I took a breath. I realized that in that moment, it was CJ was probably playing the Switch and was getting upset about it, and she was just a grandma taking a breath and wanting to take to help her grandson. And for that, I'm like, I can't fault you, even though mentally I was like, yeah, but if she didn't take the Switch, I'd have millions of dollars to help pay off her grandson's home loans. And meanwhile, it was all me coming up with excuses to be mad uh, when in reality, I just wanted to play Animal Crossing and I was very mad. I was like, no, you're breaking my streak. You're getting rid of my turnips. And it was all me being a five-year-old. So luckily, thanks to reading um, uh, uh, Radical Acceptance so much, I was just like, take a breath. It's cool. You don't have to worry about it. So I took my breath. I was fine. And that's when I actually messaged her. I rarely talk to my mother-in-law, but I messaged her like, Hey, just want to let you know, this is the issue with the controller. If you need any help, let me know. We're ordering a kit to repair it right now, so it's okay. So I took a breath and got rid of the fury and replaced the fury with helping. And she was very nice about it. She was just like, oh yeah, I haven't had a chance to look at it, but I'll keep all that in mind. And so I was like, okay, that's good. And it made me feel better. Like, I'm still a little salty about the fact that I've got 
4,000 turnips in my house and I have to sell them at a lower price, but it's whatever. <laughs> it's all good. We're going to chill. Um, but yeah, for now, I am going to go inside. I'm going to get some rest and get out of this rain. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Everybody, it's me again, and today was alright. Um, I'm, I'm kind of in a weird state right now where I guess I have, like, temporary memory loss, because I, I don't remember most of it. Like, you know, if I, if I go back and trace it, like, oh yeah, um, but before I came to the office to do Fight Boys, I, I had to have eaten, so I had chicken, but before that, I remember what happened before that, <laughs> like, it's, I'm very much having to, like, backtrack. I literally spent the last hour trying to retrace the day so I could have stuff to talk about on this show. So it was clearly not much of a memorable day, and that's that's a little sad. Uh, but first, let's get into the four pillars of awesomeness. This is probably going to be a quick one. Uh, but um, number one, what am I grateful for? And it's something I realized tonight, and it's actually something that I know I'm going to have to put on my do- do's and don'ts of guesting on a podcast. But um, today I kind of realized, like, oh, wait a minute. It's kind of hard unless you do have guests on your show all the time. It's a little bit difficult to incorporate a new person in. It's a little bit weird because, you know, you've built up your rapport with your co-host and everything's all kind of... You you get it. Like, you get... Like, you know what to expect from your co-host, so, like... You want, you can give the right vibe, if that's the right word. Wow, I can't talk tonight for some reason. That's that's a little weird. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I did a show where, I'm not going to call them out, but clearly I was, they have their vibe, I have my vibe, so it was, it was kind of a hard fit. So I realized I'm very grateful for all these shows I've done this week where, um, I fit in, like, I fit in really well on a lot of these shows, like, even shows where, uh, it was improv comedy, and that's a storyline that it's hard to insert someone new in, I still manage to blend in, or, um, a show where people talk about movies, and they're so used to not having a guest, and me coming in and feeling like I'm immediately welcomed, like, it's, I'm very grateful for these shows that have kind of opened their doors to me, and let me in, and I've been able to fit like a glove for the majority of them with a few exceptions. Um, but yeah, I'm very grateful for that. It, it makes me feel like I have friends. It makes me feel welcomed. It makes me not feel alone. And that's one of my depression symptoms is that I feel alone a lot. So I'm very grateful for, to these people. Now, what did I do? That was awesome. And, um, it, it feels weird to call this awesome, um, because we didn't do it with the intent of it being awesome, but we had a very great conversation on Fight Boys of all things about the Black Lives Matter movement and about where me and Blake sit in this movement and it was a really great conversation also secondary awesome thing I managed to get Fight Boys edited uh, before I had to go home so that made me feel good but yeah um, all we wanted to do was highlight all of the great voices that came out last week in support of Black Lives Matter, specifically in the pro wrestling community. Guys like Kevin Owens, guys like Mustafa Ali, Triple H, uh, Shawn Michaels, like all of these guys who have come out in support of the movement, we wanted to highlight that. And um, then near the end, we started talking about uh, probably one of my favorite groups in the history of pro wrestling, The New Day, and how on their podcast, they actually had a very 
important discussion about race and that's what led me and Blake into talking about how important everything is and yes it's a lot of difficult conversations and it's a lot of rough listens uh, like to that specific podcast but they're important and it, it meant a lot to me that Blake would sit down with me and um, it, it's not like it ever went too dark like it was still it was weird because it still had the vibe of fight boys because like as I was like talking about we talked about John Cena matching all of I think it's BTS is that the K-pop band? I hope that's it. Otherwise, I'm an idiot. But yeah, they they're donating like up millions of dollars to Black Lives Matters charities, and so we talked about them. We talked about John, and then like I would I'd make John Cena jokes while we were doing it. I would sing John Cena's theme music, and so like the vibe was still there. It wasn't. It didn't get unnecessarily dark. It was just us having a frank discussion about it. And I, it meant a lot to me that he sat down with me to do that and also meant a lot to me that we were able to still keep it Fight Boys adjacent. Like, we didn't uh, suddenly have a hard left turn into a completely different podcast. It still was the same show, and that, that meant a lot. Uh, now, what did I do that was not awesome today? Well, one, I watched a video about uh, Donald Glover and existentialism, and as a man who had suffered with a, quite a few existential crises... It, yeah, it sent me down a bad road. That might be half the reason I can't talk right now. But, yeah, that was one thing. Um, I, like I said, the show I didn't fit in on today, I, I kind of tried to fit in, if that makes sense. And so that meant I kind of, I, I, I don't want to say I faked my personality, but it did feel a little bit of reaching in and digging up old versions of Scotty that I don't like. And so that, that was a weird time was that, um, I got angry again about the fact that we don't have the Nintendo switch at the house. Like I said, it was a very forgettable day. So if I did do, Oh, here's what I did. That's not awesome. And it's something that I've been doing for a while. I realized that, um, yeah, I have not been paying attention to money and that's not a good thing, especially right now when I don't have money or a constant source of income. And so, um, I like today I ended up buying Starbucks. I'll get DoorDash every once in a while. And it didn't hit me until today because I jumped in and I don't work on our budget like daily, like I used to, but now I, I do it like weekly. So I hopped in and started adjusting things. And I realized like, oh, I thought I was going to have like a certain amount of money in the bank and uh yeah no I've got like $200 less than that so over the course of the weeks somehow managing to spend that yeah that was that was a rough go that was a rough time so it's definitely awakened me to these this thought of like I know you want to get books and I know you want to get new stuff for the 3d printer but don't, you can't do it right now. So it was a good wake-up call. It was a very important wake-up call. Um, speaking of buying things, by the way, that's how I helped myself today was by buying stuff um, because I watched uh, another wrestler, Daniel Bryan, uh, apparently on an episode of Total Bellas. He's the husband of Brie Bella, I believe. Yeah, the, the yeah Brie. Uh, he's Brie Bella's husband, and apparently they went to a shaman to discuss... Daniel's like mental health journey and his issues and so uh he released a video on their YouTube channel talking about his journey with depression and some of the stuff that helped him out and he pulled out these two books that I had never heard of apparently they're they're recent editions 
But uh, yeah, I, I ended up buying them, and I'm really excited because uh, for the BS Book Club, like I've talked about, I do want to talk about books in the past that have influenced me, but that's kind of kitty corner in me in a place where, oh, all I can talk about is, or all I can read are these books that I've already read, and I, I want new stuff. I want new stuff to cling on to. So I'm really happy he showed off those books because I'm probably going to dig into those tonight. I still need to finish Radical Acceptance, but I really want to dig into those books because one, it, it, the thing that interest me, interested me and the thing that really got me into wanting to buy them was one was entirely about the physical side of mental illness, which is something we don't, I especially don't really consider the physical side of it, like your body and how your body reacts to things and stuff like that. I always think about it mentally, which is the other book. So I'm happy I've got both sides of the coin. And now I'm going to go in, read, drink some water and yeah, hopefully have a more memorable day tomorrow. And I will talk to you guys about that when I see you tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again. It was a mad day. Uh, and I, there were good moments, there were bad moments, like a, any day, but yeah, it was just kind of meh. I had a, a few depression, depressive spouts that we will talk about in a few, and yeah, I, I don't know. So let's just get into the four pillars of awesomeness so I can talk. Uh, number one, what am I grateful for today? And today I am grateful for the guys over at Ono oh Lit Class. I swear this segment's not gonna become like uh, the podcast I appeared on that day's like chance to get plugged, but like. I've known them for a while, specifically Megan, who's one of the co-hosts. Uh, I've known them since, God, was it bad? It had to have been Podcast Movement last August is when I met them, and uh, we met in what they described as the queer kid corner, uh, where like there were just nothing but businessmen in suits around us, and we were just like huddled together. Uh, by the way, my favorite queer kid corner I ever got to be in, though, was at Podcast Movement in, in L.A., because it was me, Tal, uh, from SideQuesting, I think Ann Baird was there, and at one point we realized all of the businessmen, it like the place was shaped like a donut, almost with like a big tree in the middle all the businessmen shifted to the other side it was so choice anyways back to what i was talking about oh no lit class um so i've known them for a while and i know they're badasses and i love them and i think they're hilarious i just had never really gotten into the show because i'm bad at listening to podcasts because i spend all my time that would be spent listening on making them so I was a little worried being invited on because uh, I got invited on to talk about The Glass Menagerie, which is genuinely my least favorite play in all of existence. And I was very afraid because I was like, it is Tennessee Williams and a lot of people do consider it a classic, so... Oh, God, what if they end up liking it? <laughs> Luckily, Megan, as soon as I logged in and we started recording, was like, Why did you make me read this? And so, oh, my God, it was such a good record. And, like, here's how you know a good record session, especially if you're guesting on a podcast. Here's how you know when it's good. is when there's a lull or, like, an awkward moment. Like, at one point, I think their cats were acting up and Megan had to go shut them up. And so it didn't get awkward. It was just like, oh, okay, well, that's happening. And there was just so much discussion. It was the weirdest... It was the weirdest guest spot I've had so far because 
it was genuinely a conversation. And they would every once in a while just be like, yeah, I'll cut that. Oh, yeah, we're not going to put that in like this. And I'm like, wait. And it made me realize, like, oh, wait, this podcast, get edited. <laughs> you can just talk all you want and say whatever you want. So, yeah, it, it was a great time. And I'm very grateful for them because I had already kind of had a little bit of a rough day. So I... They they brought me back. They brought me back to my senses. Because, uh, yeah, I was... I'll talk about it in a minute. But I did. I will say, I did get almost depressed enough to not watch RuPaul's Drag Race. And that's a dark place I went down. I missed the first 30 minutes. Uh, anyways, what did I do that was awesome? And it's actually something I did in response to that depression. Which is, I decided to do something cool. And it's fix the Nintendo Switch. Finally! It finally, 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 I got the Nintendo Switch back, which I instantly got on Twitter, tried to make money on the stock market. Luckily, I did. I made like $2 million. No big deal. <laughs> so I got to sell my turnips. I got to make my island look really nice. Uh, I've upgraded our island's Papa John's, which is a ridiculous thing to say, uh, but I upgraded our Papa John's to have like a bathroom, and it's got a storage closet, and then I just put in a, uh, a second, a, uh, I, I was about to say roof, and I know that's not the right word, but a, a second story, and on that story is an arcade, so I have an arcade in Animal Crossing now, I'm super happy about it, but I then decided to go and fix the joystick. So I fixed that joystick that had had that bad lag for so long, and it reminded me of working at the arcades, like when I was in Orlando, or I even worked at an arcade here in Oxford in our mall, and God, I just love taking stuff apart and putting it back together, and I like working with specialized tools, and I, I love it. So like, there was like this super thin ribbon that's essentially just wiring and so you're supposed to plug it in but it's so thin and so delicate and so the whole time I was just staring nervous like I think I just broke that I think this is broken did I just break this did I just break that and luckily no I didn't break a daggum thing on that and it turned out perfect there's still a little bit of movement that's not supposed to be there like the character moves down but it's nowhere near as bad, and I'm super happy about it. I'm super happy about the way it turned out. Um, I've seen some people online talk about, like, changing the entire... changing out a lot of the electronics and changing out the hardware to make them look super cool. I'm thinking about maybe doing that, now that I realize, like, it was stressful, but it was fun. It was fun stress. Uh, But what did I do that was not awesome? And it's be depressed and... We'll get into why I'm saying, like, oh, it's not awesome that I was depressed, but, like, I I feel like I fell down a rabbit hole of it because I reached a point where I just straight up looked and said, I can't do this right now. I'm going to have to just, like, and by do this, I just mean life in general. So I was like, I'm just going to have to lay down in bed for a few. Uh, Oh, by the way, secondary thing I did that was awesome. Last night, I jerry-rigged a way to duct tape my phone to the wall. So I have, like, a phone mount. (laughs) It's so dumb looking. Like, I just took duct duct tape, folded it onto itself to form a pocket, and then duct taped it to the wall so it can hold my phone. Uh, it's very, very dumb. Anyways, uh, yeah, like I was saying, I, I, I had to lay down, and I realized 
not a lot of what I was doing was benefiting myself. Laying in a dark room and playing video games and staring at my phone probably wasn't helping myself. And that's kind of what leads into what I did to help myself, which is yesterday I talked about all those amazing books that Daniel Bryan recommended. Well, I started reading one last night, and here's how I know it was good. I fell down the reading rabbit hole, which is... I'm only, like, four chapters in, but I think I could probably make it to ten tonight, right? But, like, I held off. I held off before going too insane. But I started reading... What was the name of it? I think it was called The End of Mental Illness. And I will say the person who wrote it, I think his name's like Dr. Amen or something. He is apparently a controversial figure in the field of psychiatry. And I will say as I'm reading it, like there are bits where I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I agree with that. Oh yeah, that one's a little bit weird. Um, because I do believe that mental health is both a physical and mental journey. Like, because he advocates a lot about the physical side of psychiatry. And uh, the things that I like that he does in the book is, I think it was where he said, we need to stop treating this as your mind and start treating it as your brain. Because when your brain gets better, your mind will, will follow. And it reminded me that, like, there's a lot of stuff I do that's not good for my body. And, you know, us as people are just like, yeah, but that's just your body. You don't worry about that. Like, for the when I was a kid, I wouldn't brush my teeth. And my argument was like, yeah, but the teeth don't do nothing but chew. I don't need teeth for nothing but chew, and it's not like I'll die if I lose all my teeth. It's like, yeah, but there's more to it than that. And so that's kind of what I've realized with my brain is, yes, I, when I say I need to lose weight, like on this show, when I talk about that, in the past when I've said it, it's, oh, I need to lose weight to build confidence or to do this. In my opinion, at this point, it's now a matter of like, I need to start eating healthier and I need to start being active because that's going to stimulate my brain in a better way. I need to start eating healthier because that gut bacteria will send the right impulses. I need to drink more water because the brain needs to be hydrated. And like I said, I know there were other factors to it, but part of that depression today had to have come from the fact that like these past few days I felt great and guess what I've had mashed potatoes and grilled chicken and like mashed potatoes aren't the healthiest meal but it's still something so I've had semi-healthy meals all day for the past couple of days today I had a fried chicken sandwich from Wendy's and a frosty and a cookie and just went down the processed food rabbit hole and yeah, I, I gotta say, that probably played a part into it. Um, so yeah, I'm very grateful I read this book. Like, it's it definitely seems like it's gonna change a lot of my attitudes towards self-help and the way I approach these things. And um, and also, it I like it because it removes stigma. It really does. Because one of the first things he says is the minute you tell someone that it's their brain and not their mind, they get, like, the ultimate feeling of relief 
because it's like no one feels ashamed for having a heart problem or no one feels ashamed for having a broken leg unless like they did something dumb to break it. Um, No one should feel ashamed for their mental health. No one should feel ashamed because it's just your brain. Your brain is uh, a, a part. It's just like a part that can break down like any other part of your body. There's no reason to feel any shame behind it. And that's why a lot of people out there hesitate to get help because they feel ashamed of like, oh, something's wrong with me mentally. I'm crazy. That's not what it is. It's just something wrong with your brain. Go get it fixed and then you'll end up better. And so I'm going to, man, I want to finish that book. I'm so excited. Sorry, I, I'm going down that rabbit hole now. But yeah, I'm going to go in. I'm going to read that book again and get a little bit more help and hopefully do some stuff that benefits my brain and stops doing stuff that detriments it. And so I'm going to do that and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. It's me again, and this might be the longest I've waited to record a Saturday segment because it's currently the end of the day on Monday. But uh, it was actually a really, really good Saturday. I I liked it a lot. A lot of fun stuff happened. One not-so-cool thing happened that we'll talk about. Uh, But for now, let's get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for? Today, I'm grateful for change, especially in my office, because today... I had to finally take down the old BS Network logo. If you watch any of the streams, you know, like in the background, I have the BS Network. But it is the old one that had the SS logo in it on accident. So we had to nix that, and I've moved it over. um, And I put up my pour paintings. We finished them today, put some spray acrylic over the top, and they look gorgeous. They're perfect and shiny and bright, and I really like it. So I took that, I um, adjusted the shelf, like I have a shelf behind me that used to have like a bunch of crap on it, but I simplified it, made it a little bit less, a little bit less busy back there, so that was really cool. It was just, I really like change, especially in my office. It makes things feel fresh and new and makes me really excited. It's a fresh start, so that's that's what I like. Uh, What did I do that was awesome today? And it's something that I don't know why I'd never considered doing this before, but I um, I was recording the next JWF pay-per-view, and that is, of course, good old cash in the bag. And I don't know why I never realized... You, the big problem I have when recording matches is that the AI either is too dumb and doesn't do anything, or the AI isn't aggressive enough. And I don't know why I'd never considered just upping the difficulty. It's not like I'm bad at the game. So I upped it to legendary, which is the hardest you can get in WWE 2K19. And I started making the pay-per-view and it was like night and day. It was amazing. Like no matter what character I was playing as, if I was playing as the person that won or the person that lost, there were real stakes, especially for me as the player because of the increased difficulty. So, it made, if I reversed a move, all the more impressive. A reversal from the opponent, all the more impressive. It really upped the stakes of the match, and I'm really excited for it. Outside of the fact that that pay-per-view is going to be two hours long, meaning me and Blake have to just sit here and scream our heads off for two hours. So that's going to be... 
that's gonna be something. Um, but, uh, what did I do that was not awesome? And it's the fact that, to end, top off the day, oh, another thing I'm grateful for is the fact that, um, my favorite bartender down at the Edison in Disney Springs, Eric, gave me the recipe for my favorite cocktail. Uh, he knows Dylan, one of the fight boys, and Dylan was talking to him and their friends, and so he got me the cocktail recipe for my favorite cocktail of all time. So I decided to try that out. So I had one on an empty stomach. And then I decided, oh, let's try the big fancy whiskey mania uh, whiskey that I won a couple weeks back. Let me try that. I haven't dug into it yet. It's all right. Well, what about the other bourbons? How's it stack up to that? Let's rank it against the other four bourbons I have. So I had a full glass of a cocktail. Then I had a full glass of that whiskey. And then I had probably like a quarter to a half ounce pours of all my bourbon. And then I had some scotch. So it wasn't that I drank a lot. It was A, it was on an empty stomach. And then I had some pizza to alleviate that. But even then, I drank on an empty stomach and then I drank a little too much, and then I went home and I smoked a cigar. So I woke up Sunday just smelling all kinds of rank. And yeah, it it made me realize a few things uh, that you guys will hear more about next week, um, because it's I still have to record Sunday's episode. So yeah, Sunday I'm going to talk a little bit more. So come back next week for my feelings on drinking a little bit too much. Uh, but finally, how did I help myself? And it's by taking advice from my good old buddy Brian Brushwood. I listened to a podcast appearance he did a while back on uh, basically a dad podcast. It was, hey, I'm a dad, you're a dad. How do we approach dadding? What's your thoughts about being a dad? And the biggest thing I took away from that with Brian is negative reinforcement will only get you so far, and he very rarely uses negative reinforcement with his kids. Instead, he wanted, basically he he said set your default more high so that way what seems normal to you would be like negative so you don't have to go corporal punishment or anything for him he said every day i wake up and make sure to try to give my kids like i think he said like 20 compliments and he's like and sometimes it's a stretch sometimes i walk in the couch i'm like hey you're looking really relaxed like it's stuff like that but i did that today and it really seemed to lesson because cj was being a bit of a pill all day like he was really really sassy which apparently according to emily was because he was constipated so don't know about that uh so yeah i uh i walked in and i complimented him like when we wrestled uh i I, he's learning how to wrestle now so i'm teaching him like when you take a bump when you fall on your back tuck your neck um, to alleviate the problem I had a couple weeks ago where he landed straight on his head. So uh, every time he did it, I'd be like, good work, buddy. You're doing this. You're doing that. And it really, really helped. He seemed a lot more excited, a lot more open. Be more positive with you kids. It helped a lot for me. And uh, thank you, Brian, for that great, great advice. Uh, for now, though, I'm going to go finish the rest of this episode, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow, next week. You know, I, I used a phrase, and 
I might have slipped it in knowing I was going to do this segment and talk about it, but I said a fresh start, and that's kind of how I feel this week. Like, I've been podcasting for four years, but I've yet to feel the kind of rush I felt this week of, like, doing all of these different shows, doing all these appearances, meeting all of these people. It's really, really exciting, and it feels like a fresh start. It feels like going from the BS Network being being the brand to Scotty Moore being the brand, essentially, and that's a weird feeling. Like, I don't want to be that person who's like, yo, what's up, Logan Paul brand, baby, yeah. But, like, it does feel a lot more like putting myself out. It's almost like me and the network are becoming one, whereas in the past it's an entity, and I'm like, oh, that's a thing, and then I'm a thing. But it it, it feels a lot more like a fresh start for the network, a fresh start for me. Uh, there's another fresh start you guys will hear about next week, and it's really refreshing. It makes me really excited for the future, because uh, I learned a lot of things, uh, a lot of things about me in the past couple of weeks that I'm excited to talk to you guys about, but unfortunately, you're going to have to wait to Sunday to find out what I mean. But for now, if you guys would like to support, you can on Patreon. Patreon.com slash a load of BS is where you can support us, get access to exclusive content from all the network shows, or go to merch.aloadofpurebs.com and pick up your merchandise. But of course, as always, if you're wanting to send your support somewhere, send it to a local BLM charity, send it to some local bail funds send out some uh why did i forget the word emails send out some emails sign some petitions do what you can today and just keep fighting but as always send your questions comments and psychiatric concerns to me on twitter at scotty mo that is spelled s-c-o-t-t-y-e-m-o and always don't forget to be awesome and i won't forget to be me again